The sermon preached at St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota on December 25th, Christmas Day, 2014. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints, washed clean in the blood of our risen Savior. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. I must have sung those words or heard them sung more for over thirty years before it dawned on me. That third verse from Joy to the World takes us back to Genesis chapter 3. Yes, God had created a perfect world. He created our first parents, Adam and Eve, in his image. Their will wanted what God wanted. Their hearts and minds were lined up with him. They were in perfect harmony with God. And how he blessed them. He gave them the Garden of Eden. Every tree in the garden for them to eat from. What abundance. And the opportunity to do the work and take care of it. And even the command not to eat from that one tree in the center of the garden also was a command of love for here was their way to show their thanks and love to God. Every time they walked past that tree, they could worship the Lord and, and, and feel good about it, knowing that they were obeying the Lord's command. They were showing their love and thanks to him for what he had done to them, done for them. But you know it didn't last. You know the account of the fall into sin, the ruin of creation by mankind's rebellion against God. Rather than trusting the Lord's love and care, Adam and Eve believed the devil's lie. Rather than relying on the Lord's bountiful kindness, they took things into their own hands. Yes, they were not satisfied with God's way. But what a shock, what a shock when their eyes were opened and they realized they had ruined their relationship with God. They had lost his image. Yes, at that moment, they died, spiritually died. They died because life, real life, is having that right relationship with God. So even as their bodies began to physically die at that moment, their life with God ended. They ran from him and hid. They counted him as an enemy. But what grace! And mercy, as the Lord's love called out to his lost creatures. He promised that offspring or, or seed of the woman that would come. Notice how well that fits in with the virgin birth of Jesus. God spoke of the woman's offspring, not of the man's and woman's, as we would logically think, but of the woman's offspring, implying the virgin birth. And this offspring of the woman, the seed of the woman, would break Satan's power, even as crushing a snake's head breaks its power. He would restore humanity's destroyed relationship with God. Instead of enmity and hatred against God, those who believed in the woman's offspring would have enmity towards Satan and his lies. They would once again have real life. They would have that right relationship with God, wanting what he wanted as they walked with him. Yes, Adam and Eve believed this promise. And that is why later Adam named his wife Eve, meaning living, not only because she'd be the mother of those who are physically alive, but through her the one who brings life was coming, the one who would restore the life they had lost, life with God. Yet accomplishing this would cost the woman's offspring dearly. Accomplishing this for us 
would mean that even as he crushed Satan's head, Satan would strike his heel. The offspring would suffer greatly to rescue us. How much ruin sin brings. It brought that horrid consequence of death. When you eat of it, you will surely die. We've talked about that. And sin took the good blessings God had given man and woman and corrupted them. God had blessed the woman with the privilege of sharing in his creative work by bringing new life into this world, but now there would be pain and childbearing. And he gave man the blessing of being able to share in his work of preserving and, 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 and providing as he worked the ground, but now the ground would not cooperate thorns and thistles would grow by the sweat of his brow he would eat his food and finally they would die for dust you are and to dust you will return what a curse and how much ruin sin brings to our lives as well dear friends don't blame adam and eve you and i have piled up more than enough sins of our own how often we are unsatisfied with god's ways minds us of adam and eve doesn't it unsatisfied because they weren't able to eat of that one tree and look at how much the Lord blesses us with and yet we too are unsatisfied with God's ways. We want to try to take control for ourselves, putting our wants before his will. At the moment we began life, death reigned over us. We've seen sin and sorrow grow in our lives. The daily grind wears us down. Yes, the thorns and thistles are thick. Wherever we're doing, whatever we're doing can strike us as so pointless and meaningless. Chasing after the wind, we keep laboring on, but the thorns just keep growing, infesting the ground, and then death finally comes. For dust we are, and to dust we shall return. What a curse! But as far as the curse is found, in other words, over this entire earth, as far as the curse is found, Christ Jesus has come to make his blessings flow. What blessings? In a word, life. Life with God, the blessing that Adam and Eve had lost. Life with God through the forgiveness of sins. For sin is what cut us off from God, cut Adam and Eve off from God and each of us afterwards. And so the forgiveness of sins brings back that life with God, that forgiveness that brings us life with God, reconciliation, adoption into his family, inheritance in heaven. Not even death can separate us from Jesus. He has conquered death for you. He has removed the curse For on the cross, he took the curse on himself as Satan struck his heel. But he crushed Satan's head, rising from the dead. What blessings flow from him, blessings for you and me and all who believe. In him you are blessed, dear Christian. What joy. What joy. In Christ you have life. Consider the blessings that flow to you this Christmas as you listen to these series of nine lessons and sing the nine carols.
continue with the reading from Genesis chapter 3. 